we're still on the subject of rewards and we talked about hearing God's well done and few there will be that don't want to hear that. And now Jesus very kindly shows us something major that could preclude us hearing this praise on that day. Matthew six twenty four, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Yeah, money. He had more to say about money than either faith or prayers. Surprising that, it must show how important it is to us, earthbound as we are sometimes. Here he states unequivocally that you can't serve it, money that is, and God at the same time. This is where we can easily find out where our focus is, on the kingdom or on our security. Begs a few questions like, what do you spend it on? And do you still give the same amount on Sunday when you're hard up? from your poverty or do you only give from your surplus your abundance where you don't really notice it hard questions and they hit you right where they live right where you live but they will show you the wellspring of your life jesus doesn't shrink from stating the bald fact that if money is your god small g then he isn't if you're pursuing the world's business you aren't about the father's business And by that I mean if your aims and values are the same as the world around you, you have got the wrong value system because you're not a permanent resident here. Heaven is your home, you're just passing through this world, a stranger and an alien. You must have missed the fact that you've got dual nationality. Your main residence is heaven. In these days where material sufficiency is paramount both to the believer and the unbeliever, it isn't difficult to get caught up in the pursuit of goods, pensions, money in the bank and a comfortable lifestyle. Nothing wrong with that, no judgment intended. Just time perhaps to do a reassessment of your priorities because we're talking about things eternal. We're talking about storing up for ourselves something that will go ahead of us and be there credited to our account when we arrive. 1 Corinthians seven, twenty-nine to 31 in the NIV. What I mean, brothers and sisters, is that time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they do not. Those who mourn as if they did not. Those who are happy as if they were not. Those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep. Those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them. For the world in its present form is passing away. This world in its present form is passing away. Now there's a thought. So in light of that, just what things do you spend your time and money on? Time is a commodity too, remember. Do they have any eternal value? Are they storing up treasure for you in heaven? Will Jesus say on that day, how wonderful that you played, whatever, fill in your own blank, to such a high standard, enter into the joy of your Lord? Or will he say, trivial pursuit? You may think I'm being harsh, but I could just be the jangle of an alarm clock to waken you and tell you time is short. You only have one shot at this. Make sure you make it count. You may know the story of the very rich man who asked on his deathbed for all his jewellery to be placed into his hands. 
so he could take it with him. As he died, his grip loosened and it fell to the floor. No pockets, as someone told me many years ago, in a shroud. And Matthew 6.33 is looming large on the horizon. <laughs>